Imagine, for a moment, it's no longer winter. Say goodbye, at least for a second or two, to those nor'easters that can bring in enough snow in a matter of hours to bury an entire house. Tell that freezing cold wind to stop biting at your nose and say goodbye to your exorbitant gas bill. You see, in this exercise of the mind, it's summer, and that gas bill has been replaced by the electric bill. And right now, you would probably give anything to have that nor'easter blow right through your house, even if you live on the west coast. And with nothing to cool you off other than that AC, finding ways to stave off the stickiness of summer heat can be difficult. But there is one thing you can do. And this has actually been done for thousands of years. You can go and grab some delicious bovine secretion of the frozen variety. And at least for a few minutes, you can cool off your innards and indulge in something that will help you enjoy summer. Cooling down in the summer has been an issue since time immemorial. Alexander the Great used to send legions of slaves up whatever mountain range had snow on it at the time and have them bring back ice so he could enjoy a cool treat after his most recent conquest. King Solomon of old loved ice drinks during the harvest season, and Emperor Nero took a page out of Alexander's book and had his slaves run into the mountains to get snow, which he would eat after flavoring it with various fruits and juices. Ice cream, when it was finally invented, was all the rage in high society. Kings and queens, dukes and duchesses would sate their sweet summer cravings with exotic blends brought over to Europe from China. Silk Road, my foot. When ice cream finally came to America, one of America's biggest sweet teeth, temporarily located inside the mouth of George Washington, and whose current location is unknown, had a craving so large, it convinced the original United States president to spend over $200 in a single summer at a single confectioner's store in Chatham Street, New York. Sometime later, the industrial age took ice cream to a completely new level and offered ice cream to the masses. No longer enjoyed by just the social elite, ice cream could be eaten by anyone. And that industrial complex led to today's episode. In October, an innocent consumer opened up a fresh container of ice cream and went to take a bite, only to find an unexpected ingredient. It was an intact piece of metal filling equipment. Not a small piece of metal or some flakes or shavings, but a large hunk of metal. And the worst part is, in some ice cream container, in some place, there's more. Let that sink in for a moment and then maybe think twice before you eat your next gallon of ice cream. Welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast out there for the worried mind. We give you a new reason to panic each week, so you never have to worry about running out of reasons to panic. All right. Welcome to the show. Yeah. We have a great episode today. Welcome. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I was just, I was just, I decided to quickly calculate what $200 and I, in 1770 would be worth today. And it's probably, it was probably before 1770, but I just did a quick calculation and I'll tell you in a second. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, uh, Tyler? I'm good. Um, I'm a little depressed by today's episode. Not going to lie. <laughs> I like my ice cream. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but but we have to get the information out to people. And so sometimes personal sacrifices must be made. So I'm good. 
Well, I mean, it is winter and ice cream isn't on the top of many people's priority lists, but uh, I mean, why can't you have ice cream? Ice cream seems so harmless. I mean, it's like what you just, you conflate the whole summer experience with ice cream. It's, it's all part of the same experience, but I don't know if I've ever spent $6,353 in one summer at one ice cream store. No, that's impressive. And I wonder, I mean, I don't know if those were taxpayer dollars or not. Probably not, but that's a, that's quite a bit of pork. Yeah. That sounds like a personal challenge to me. <laughs> <laughs> I double dog dare you to spend $6,300. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe George Washington has the world record. And we need to beat that. That would be a good episode. No wonder he had uh, wooden teeth. I mean, maybe maybe it was because he had wooden teeth. He didn't have any sensitivity anymore. Now, I know that's a myth. That's it. No sense of dying. Yeah, that, what do you mean it's a myth? He, he, had, he had ivory teeth. The, the, yeah, yes, I know. I, I think the, the common misconception is that he had a mouthful of wooden teeth. And, <laughs> and uh, he didn't. He also really liked candied nuts. Did he really? Yeah, and that's one of the big reasons his teeth were falling out is because he kept cracking them. <laughs> that that right there shows the discipline of the man, General George Washington. He liked his ice cream, and he liked his his uh, uh, what do you say? It was nuts. Yeah, candied nuts. Candied nuts. Right. He liked, he liked so his, much. And he, liked, and he liked his freedom. That he did. He loved his freedom, but. <laughs> He legitimately turned his grill into a nutcracker. Like, <laughs> just, just pull them. This is real dedication, man. That's just, it. That would be a great flavor of ice cream, though. I don't know what we would call it, like independence flavored, and it would just be <laughs> vanilla ice cream with candy nuts in it. Mm. <laughs> mm. I like it. So I thought I'd get us started on the topic of at hand. So did you guys have a chance to read? It wasn't a very long article. It was just a little quick one about yeah, what a, actually happened. It was a, it was a, you know, it was like a, a, a mini frosty compared to some of the other articles that we've had. It was easy. <laughs> you know, mini frosties are good though. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can go to Wendy's right now. This is a small plug, but you can buy their little mini frosty keychain thing for two bucks, and then it's a free frosty every time you bring one in. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah for a year, I think you get, tw I think you get twelve free ones. Mm-hmm. But super well, worth it. 12 free months, but you can go in anytime. So I can go in, get a Junior Frosty, walk out, eat it, go in, get a Junior Frosty, walk out, eat it, rinse and repeat? Supposedly, yeah. Amazing. I've well, only done that a couple well, of times. Th this is how we break the $6,000 record. Now, it does. we don't have to actually spend six grand, but just eat over $6,000 worth of ice cream. It starts with the mini Frosty. Wendy's, <laughs> thank you. No, you spend two dollars, and then you go get your free frosty, and you make Wendy spend six grand on you. <laughs> Sounds good. Somebody's buying the ice cream. Right? Oh man! Now, I read the article, and uh, it it kind of broke my heart because I don't really consider ice cream as something ever to be um, like you know dangerous or negative in any way. Now, I'm, here in Columbus, there was a famous um, ice cream retailer it started here. Um, had stores here, and I know that their distribution is nationwide, <clears throat> but I don't want to say their name because I like them too much, and I don't want any, I want them to stay in business. The uh, But they had uh, listeria outbreaks at their um, ice cream stores, and they are famous for, ha well, I guess, infamous 
for having uh, listeria outbreaks occur in their and their stores and in their equipment. Um, and so they are regularly shut down. <laughs> uh, and, and the thing is, is they, they take really, really extreme measures to make sure because it's a problem for them to make sure it doesn't happen, but it keeps happening. So I don't know what's going on there, but reading this, reading this kind of makes me sad because I'm, I'm reading about over 11,000 containers of ice cream. And that's a lot of that's a lot of joy for a lot of people. It, is it a sounds lot of like joy. you need to find a new, a new favorite ice cream place. May I suggest Bluebell ice cream? <laughs> Just gonna throw that. Uh, I, like, I like Bluebell. I like Bluebell a lot. I Very bet the, the source of the problem is whoever is in charge of that specific factory. They just have a listeria issue at their house and they keep bringing it to work. What if? <laughs> so I watched a YouTube video that showed the process of putting ice cream into, on, in, on an industrial level, putting ice cream into the, the containers, sealing them and then sending them off. And uh, when I was reading the article, it said that it was it was just a piece of filling equipment that was stuck in a lot of the the a lot of the articles they that had a tagline that said <clears throat> um, metal shards and all that other stuff. But it was very explicit. It was an entire piece of equipment that had fallen into a three gallon thing of of ice cream, and um, so it's it's just a big hunk of metal that would I don't know it'd be difficult to bite because it's so easy to see, but it's a big mistake. And they apparently fell off of a couple of machines and it's just floating around in ice cream somewhere. Jeez. The, the thing I wonder though, Randall, is normally food, it's measured by weight, right? So as it's going down this, this these factories, it's weighing. That has to have weighed a ton comparative to the weight of, you know, your soft, fluffy vanilla ice cream. Well, it depends. I mean, have you picked up a gallon of uh, ice cream recently? And if it was like a, a carbon fiber or some kind of lightweight metal, it, it doesn't weigh that much. Um, and it's still super strong. It, it very well could have just been a few ounces different. I guess that's true. We're, we're probably, a long yeah. ways removed from cast iron, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cast iron. And, right. No, the, and, and that's, that's true. I think it would, it would, unless it was a tremendous amount or, or a very substantial amount of metal, I, I don't think you'd grab it off the shelf and go, Whoa, this feels heavier than normal. Uh, and and if it did, I think that you would never accidentally ingest any of the metal. But you know, little little metal pieces that can certainly and you know that's that's going to be something that not only you're going to miss when you open it, and even you're going to miss it when you scoop it out too, most likely. And then you may even miss it while you're eating. Um, it's possible that you'll, depending on the size, it's, it's possible that you'll notice it in your mouth, and you'll be like, "Oh, what is this?" And you'll bite on something hard and chip a tooth. Or it's also possible that, you know, depending on the way you eat ice cream, some people chew ice cream and some people some people do not. Some people suck on ice cream until it melts and swallow it. So if you're a chewer, you're probably more likely to notice these pieces of metal. If you're one of those people that, that lets it melt in your mouth and swallow, then you're going to you're going to hopefully not have any pain as it passes through your uh, intestinal tract. But I did a little bit of research on on what happens if you do swallow a, a small piece of metal. Now, they call it very small, but it can cause drooling. You can begin to drool. I don't know why you drool, but you can begin to drool. You can have inability to swallow or painful swallowing, vomiting, chest pain, and neck pain. Uh, if your child or yourself, if you swallowed an object, you're supposed to call a doctor, I guess, and get, you know, call a doctor immediately and get advice, uh, get advice, but don't try to vomit or make your child vomit. And then here's, this is my favorite one, it says, do not panic. <laughs> um, that's, that's just antithetical to our show. So, you know. 
Forget that one. That's <laughs> panic a, immediately. Panic. Yeah, immediately panic and look for an episode of this podcast that has to do with it. Um, you need to go grab your spare uh, cow magnet and yeah. swallow it. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, and I'm going to replace that with, um, you know, look for this this episode of Reason to Panic instead of the Do Not Panic. But then it says, do not assume that surgery is necessary. Most objects pass through the digestive tract without complication. And surgery for removing those things is almost always not necessary. And do not forcefully remove the object like with a magnet down your throat. Yeehaw! That can cause further injury. So there's the little rundown for what happens if you swallow a piece of metal but really only realize it when it's too late <laughs> maybe you felt it go down and you're like oh what's that and then you find there's a lot more metal in the ice cream i just thought about when my daughter lana swallowed a, a, a nickel <laughs> mm. the doctor's advice was just to let it pass yeah. and <laughs> it was just an uncomfortable experience for her sure poor thing no she's all right i'm not well, going to say anything negative other than the fact that you you get what you eat <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does she get to keep, does she get to keep the nickel? <laughs> That's a question I'll have to ask her later. I assumed that it got flushed and it was never seen or heard from again, but maybe she's hiding it somewhere <laughs> as an investment. That one time. So I was looking on the FDA's website, fda.gov, and I can't find where it explicitly states what the size of a foreign object is that is allowable, but they have a whole section uh, it's the CPG section 555.425. So you know where it is. I'm looking here. As long as the object is seven millimeters in, in size or less, it is unlikely to cause any issues. So it looks like they do have an allowable tolerance for things of seven millimeters or less, but it does, it does extend up to 25 millimeters, but then it starts to get really complicated to understand what they're talking about. So as we're talking about the format, I mean, you know, your nickel, that's, that's going to be above the seven millimeters and that was okay. So I guess the FDA is like, well, let it ride, let it ride. <laughs> Just let it go. So this actually kind of segues into the bigger issue that I think there's more of a reason to panic about. And that is just the industrial complex, how we get our food and food recalls in general. Because this one's small. Like, there's two two tubs of, of ice cream that were affected, and that's it. But there's all kinds of other recalls, like, every day that, that affect a whole lot more people. Like, or animals. There was a recall that the other day that came through that there's some, of all things, mold uh, in, in, in a dog food. And it had killed, it's killed 70 dogs nationwide in the last, like, three weeks. And so... Um, I think <laughs> oversight um, and the food making process not not always uh, they don't always catch everything. There's there's all kinds of issues that, that oh yeah all yeah and you see it you see it in the news all the time and that is I think more than finding some metal in my ice cream like you said Randall really it could be a legitimate reason to panic and, and might even be worth its own episode <laughs> probably. <laughs> Well, we've we've covered we've covered a number of of food. Well, that, that makes it sound like more than we have, but we've covered food topics before. I mean, we've got castorium talking about that one, and then that segued into uh, bug parts and things that are in food. We've got obviously this one now. Uh, I feel like we've had at least one other food related episode. The turkey one. There's the turkey That's one. Right. Yeah. Right. So I and Randall, if I'm not mistaken. All three of those were yours. Why is it that you're constantly picking on food? What is your obsession with food, Randall? Well, technically the turkey episode, even though it was my idea, 
was Eli's episode. Yeah, but you know what, though? <laughs> Stop deflecting, okay? Okay. <laughs> because it's easy to find issues with food. I love food as much as the next guy. Well, actually, the next guy has a really big belly. I'm looking at him right now. Maybe I don't like my food as much as that guy. But... <laughs> uh. It's easy to pick on food because of how food is is works in our country. It's yeah. it's just easy. There's all kinds of issues that are just inherent. <laughs> and we all like it. We all need it. So we all have a we can all relate to food. So yeah, I can understand. It's just the low hanging fruit on the uh the panic awareness <laughs> thing. You guys see what I, I get did there? Subtle, I get your not so subtle hints. Oh, I, I am I'm hoping I'm hoping this will certainly not be the last food related topic on this podcast. I have oh, three I other in mind. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to get into another ice cream related topic, though, and this is actually kind of a no. It is. It's 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 a tangent. But have you ever heard of Blue Laws? Blue Laws. No. Yeah. Heard of Blue Bell? Mentioned earlier this episode. Mm. So a, <laughs> Blue Bell is good, um, and it it was not affected with Blue Laws because these are these are laws that occurred in the eighteen hundreds. But these are laws specifically about religious – they're called blue laws because it has to do with, uh, I don't know, it's religious laws. And so they were restrictions on activities that could happen on the Sabbath day. And so things like you couldn't buy alcohol on the Sabbath day, things like that. There was all kinds of stuff that Christians – and you know, since it was the prevailing belief at the time, they didn't want to have stuff happen on Sunday, so they thought to regulate it. And they made crazy rules about stuff that you could and couldn't do on Sunday. One of those blue rules was that you were not allowed to have soda floats on Sundays. And so you, you couldn't have ice cream and soda in it at the same time. And the thought was that soda was sinfully sweet, like so sweet it was just questionable to drink on Sunday anyways, but add to it ice cream and it was a big deal. Like you, they just, they just were like, no, we can't have this on Sundays. It's too rich. Too self-indulgent because look on Saturday at 1155 PM, it's not sinful, but five minutes later, sinful. That is 100% scripturally accurate. There we mm -hmm. go. Right there. So they got around it by removing the soda and putting in chocolate syrup. Guess what was created Ooh. on that day? The Sunday. 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 That's where the Sunday came from. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Oh man. So yeah, because because of that, it was just mind blown. But uh yeah, for sure. So it was Sunday was was created. The Sundays were created because they couldn't have floats, does it? In they, they wanted people to come into the pharmacy place and, and get all their stuff. And uh they couldn't have soda, so they, they went around it and, and made Sundays instead. Well, I I, I guess I guess there's an argument to be made there. I mean, you think of the original Coca-Cola recipe that had cocaine in it. So I, I guess that's a step in the right direction, right? Is that how we justify this? I think the, 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 yeah, sure, sure. Yep. We'll go with it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can go with it. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on, lawyer. Just, just go, just go with it for him, Randall. Just, just go uh, with it. All right. I'll go with that. There we go. Doesn't that feel good? It, 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 you know, but if it felt too good, you should you wouldn't be able to do it on Sunday, though. Not on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. This episode is going to be all over the place. Um, I also have another thing that I wanted to read, and this is <laughs> this is just because I'm a lawyer and I was looking at personal injury cases that involved people swallowing metal from ice cream, which exist, and I I found. Among the things on here, uh, an email to an attorney 
from a potential client that had actually come into contact with ice cream and metal all in the same bite. So I, I just thought I would, uh, because this is stranger than, than, than fiction, I'm just going to read this real quick. So it says, on, and the date is blanked out, a friend and I went to a local restaurant for a quick lunch. On our way, we bought an ice cream cone for our trip back to work. My friend noticed some suspicious flecks in her ice cream, and I noticed them too, dismissing them as flakes of vanilla bean. She then pulled one from her cone, a sliver of approximately one quarter inch, and had me feel it. We then suspected them as metal shavings. We called the restaurant to let them know that there were metal shavings in their ice cream, and they said they would clean the machine, and we were welcome to come and get a new cone the next time we were in. So we called the health department for them to investigate because we were irritated at how easy it was to dismiss us. The health department went down right away, and the manager insisted that they only use plastic utensils to clean the machine. So we brought our ice cream cones down to the health department in Ziploc baggies so they could analyze the flakes in their lab. The health department confirmed that the flex are indeed metal shavings. They are now investigating and have determined that it's not the manufacturer that the restaurant receives their ice cream from, so the department is checking on the process of how they use and clean their machine, as the machine itself is made of metal. We have both been sick ever since eating over half the ice cream cones and yum, are worried yum. about the health risks associated with ingesting metal shavings. Please let us know what our options are. Thank you very much for the time. So that was a real email. Mm. And what struck me the most was that it says that they ate over half of the ice cream cones. And so I was just wondering at what point they noticed the metal and at what point they decided to stop ingesting their ice cream. Hmm. What if they noticed the metal early and they were like, the ice cream is so good that I'm just going to, I'm just going to eat some more metal so that I can have some more ice cream. Like, I, I think so. <laughs> I mean, because if you, you know, you know how it goes when you're in the middle of the summer and you go out to get ice cream and you're, you're like looking forward to that first bite, you know, that first lick, that first bite, whatever you want to call it. Cause you know, that's like, in economics, it's called utility. Like the, the first bite of hot pizza is the best. And after you've had 35 bites, that you know the 36th bite is far less enjoyable than the first bite. And that's how it works with ice cream too. The first bite of ice cream is always going to be the most enjoyable because you've been longing for it. It's been hot. You get that sweet, that sweet taste in your mouth. And it's the one where everyone licks that ice cream and they close their eyes and they look up and they go, mmm, yes, I've been looking forward to this. But in that first lick, if that's when you find metal, I, I can only speak for myself, I guess. There's going to be a part of me that's like going to weigh the cost, the cost benefit, in, you know, ratio here. And I'm like, there's metal in my ice cream. But gosh darn, I want this ice cream. <laughs> this ice cream. I think I'd be the same way. Like you, you'd look at it and be like, "Well, that metal's gone. I'm not getting that back. I don't see any more. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna attempt fate." That's right. And if it's and if, and if it's Tyler, if it's Bluebell ice cream, it's good for another at least another extra uh, extra three or four bites before he stops. By the way, oh, this heck. episode this episode not brought to you by Bluebell ice cream, although maybe it should be. <laughs> I sure wish it was. I'll reach out to them after the episode. <laughs> Would you guys retroactively sponsor us? If you see an advertisement in the description or anywhere on this podcast, it's because we called them afterward and they said, sure. <laughs> oh, man. So I was looking at this and I agree with you. And the reason I agree that they kept eating after they saw them is because, and this is me picking apart what was in this letter. It says, I noticed them too and dismissed them as flakes of vanilla bean. So that means they had to eat enough for them to, to realize this is harder than vanilla bean. It's kind of uncomfortable going down and then they pulled it out. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm guaranteed that they ate more. And then they had enough presence of mind, and this just goes to show how litigious America is. They ziplocked the bags of ice cream knowing that they could potentially have a lawsuit on their hands before they'd even reached out to a doctor mm. or an attorney. So that's the part that, that really struck me was it's like, hey, let's swing by the CSI department on the way home and get some Ziploc bags for these things. Because that was my first thought. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I I think I'm ready to rate this. I don't know if you guys are, but uh, it's probably about that time since uh, I mean, I could go off on more tangents, but I, I feel like that would be inappropriate at this point since I've done that about five times. <laughs> Um, so let's, let's start on the rating here. Um, and this would just be finding a foreign object in your ice cream. Um, what, what is your, your reason to panic, Eli? We'll start with you. Okay. So I've never, I don't know if I've ever found, um, like a foreign object in my ice cream that was not like something like one of my own hairs or something like that. Um, I don't think I've never found metal. I've never, to my knowledge, I've never experienced that. Does that mean I've never ingested one? I don't know. I guess I wouldn't you know. You'll never know. And if I have, I'm fine. So, um, by the way, don't respond to that. I know you guys are thinking that I'm not fine, but I'm fine. And so so for me, if I were to find one, I guess it would depend on when I found it. If I'm almost done with the ice cream and I find something, I might be a little more worried. But for, for all intents and purposes, if I have discovered that I have eaten or maybe have eaten small pieces of metal, that would make me panic a little bit. I'd probably put it on a three and a half because I've never, I don't think I've ever ingested metal before. Um, and if I were, if I were going into this, not knowing kind of what I know now, having prepared for this episode, I would, I would certainly be, I would certainly be worried um, because I wouldn't really know what would happen. I'd be running to the internet for research. I'd be trying to call a doctor um, for me, it's a three, maybe a three and a half. Sounds good. I mean, I feel like that's appropriate in this case, as far as the scope goes. But uh, what do you think, Tyler? The likelihood of me finding metal in my ice cream, with the exception of it being a full component of the machine that put it there, <laughs> is honestly slim to none. Because when I eat ice cream, gosh, especially when I eat Bluebell ice cream, once again, we are not sponsored, but I wish we were. Um this like, episode brought to you by Bluebell Ice Cream. Man, that just sounds pretty. And now I just want ice cream. But uh, <laughs> well, sorry, man. Sorry, it's already interrupted. No, I had to. It it was like a layup. I had to take it. Bump set. You you know put it home. But it's like my senses just turn off. Like you said, Eli, you've got that 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 immediate gratification from the first bite. But that just extends pretty much all the way through with ice cream. So. I mean, we're having to talk something pretty substantial for me to be like, there's something in here that doesn't belong. So I, I'm not going to put it high. You know, it, it, the, the, the millions of gallons of ice cream consumed every year for this uh, that we've seen, it's such an ins insignificant percentage. I'm going to put it at maybe a, you know, a two, two and a quarter reason to panic. Um, that's only because the person found like a full industrial part in their ice cream and, and that would just be depressing. Well, I feel, I feel very similar. There's not a huge reason. I do have an experience with almost ingesting metal. When I was little, I crinkled up a gum wrapper and noticed that it was the same size as my nostril hole. So I stuck it up my nose <laughs> and then I couldn't, I couldn't get it out, uh, until, uh, I remembered a technique I'd learned from an uncle 
to expel snot from your nose, you close one nostril and blow. And so I did that and hit the the man sitting in the pew in front of me in the back of the head. But <laughs> that, that is, that's as close as I've gotten to knowingly ingesting metal. And uh, you're right. There's not a lot of metal per container, at least that we know of, unless it's some big cover up. So I'm going to give this a really low rating. I'm actually going to give it a zero. It's also, I think one of my goals is to get as many of my topics to be covered as a zero as possible. So maybe I'm just going to artificially lower lower this one on purpose. But I think I think it's not really a big reason. Um, although the lawyer in me wants more people to swallow metal and then come talk to me. <laughs> because I if you or a loved one has swallowed any metal particles from your consuming ice cream, call Randall at... Exactly. I'll put my my phone number in the podcast notes, just 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 in case. Just just keep me out there. Uh, you know, if you get bit by a dog or uh, a bear at the zoo or something, as long as you didn't willingly jump into the cage with the bear, uh, give me a call. So, anyways, um, that that's a wrap. Thanks thanks for listening. Thanks for the conversation, you guys. This has been a, a random uh, a random but fun episode. Uh, if you guys. You guys being the audience, I suppose there's some girls out there too. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a like on wherever you listen to these things, whether it's Facebook, Apple, iTunes, or uh, Spotify, or any of the other places. And leave us a, a, a note in the comment section. Tell us the weirdest thing you've ever found in your food. Um, and hopefully it's not like a chicken head in, in nuggets or something like that, because that's just disgusting. And with that, we'll see you next week. Bye.